Thursday, January 3rd, 2019, the first episode of the new year. And this weekend, we have a Bears home playoff game. It is the first time since 2010 we've hosted a playoff game or been in the playoffs in general. We did host in 2010. No, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't think of that we had a playoff game since 2010, but very exciting. Fun times to be a Chicago Bears fan, and we're going to get right into Bears talk. It's what everyone's here for, mm-hmm. and we'll recap last week. Vikings stink. Yeah. I, I mean, for a team, I, I don't know if it's – I mean, obviously the Bears are just significantly better than they are, but for a team – who like they're it's just a playoff game for them like their lives are on the line it's either win or go home to get like just so sound like soundly beaten oh yeah that's a tough look and it also makes me nervous because like I, even I said it earlier earlier on the podcast I believe I was like you know the Bears like they weren't supposed to be good so I mean obviously like we, we will be disappointed if they don't win the Super Bowl at this point but like we should also like temper our expectations like seeing the Vikings like they went from like being like they went from being Super Bowl one went away from the Super Bowl to just and now dog miss, shit. missing the playoffs. I mean, they're not dog shit. I don't think they they didn't beat a single team that was over five hundred. That's okay. That's not great. When they played them, so like I saw I saw a wild stat on Twitter the other day. Kirk Cousins is three and twenty four against winning winning teams. That's not good. Yeah, I'll be honest with, with you. teams with a winning record. He's yeah. three and twenty four. He uh, he. I also yeah. I, I don't know how real that stat is, but so well, it's, it's real. The yeah. one thing about. The one thing about it, though, is, like, I feel like the Bears are different because, like, we're more, like, we're not the same quarterback. Like, most of our players are coming back, whereas, like, Case Keenum had, like, a career year, and they give uh, and this, this fucktard, excuse me, I shouldn't say that, this, this piece of shit, what do we, do we have a nickname? No, I was thinking we had, like, some kind of bad nickname. Just this piece of shit, they give him all this money, he's taking up a bunch of cap space, and he just doesn't play like Case Keenum. So I feel like maybe that's more why they regress, and I, maybe the Bears don't need to worry about that. But it also like kind of like worries me a little bit that we can just but like go for, go, go for go the to Vikings. Go. Like their defense is old as hell. Like they have a ton of veterans, and like that's a good thing to have. But now they're starting to digress. Mm-hmm. Each year they're gonna get worse and worse, and like they probably peaked last year as a team. So man has to go get his dogs. We're gonna look forward to next week the Eagles. Yeah, I'll be honest when I when we beat the Vikings and we lost and the Eagles won and I first saw we were gonna play Big Dick Nick, I was nervous. I was quite nervous. How did you feel, like, off the bat? I was, yeah, I was a little nervous, especially how we played against the Vikings. It was like, okay. Hi, puppy. Hey, dog. What's up, doggo? Um, no, we, we, I saw the Bears playing against the Vikings, and I just, you say to yourself, we are so much better than the Vikings that it's not even close. Whereas the Eagles have won five of the last six. Big Dick Nick is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. I know he got banged up, but he's going to be playing. He's still on, Big He's going to be playing on Sunday, and he spreads the ball out. And they caught fire. They have. I don't know what it is. Like, Dave Fournay makes fun of him, but, like, they are a better team with Big with Dick Nick, Dick, like, yeah. playing quarterback. It makes no sense at all. I heard it's because he – I heard it's Carson Wentz just, like, throws the ball. I, I haven't watched many Eagles games or any Eagles games, really. But I heard it's because he – Carson Wentz just focuses on Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz yeah. the whole time. And also, like, everyone else feels like, okay, we don't have as good of a quarterback, so, we, like, everyone needs to, like, step like, up. Uh-huh. But that's, that's, like, dumb. Like, you should Wentz, Wentz you should always – Wentz always focuses on his first option. Yeah, I also heard that too. I, I feel like for the second reason, like everyone stepped up their game. Like you should be playing. Like that, I don't know. That's just well, like you should weird, be, but it just I don't know happens. if that's real though. I don't know if that's real, but yeah, it's just it is it is weird how like it's just weird how if you put the backup in, he's like way better. Like they're just way better as a team. Mm. And talking about like just Nick, Nick Foles, and like we're gonna talk about keys of the game for the Bears as a unit. I think the biggest key of the game is their secondary because they have. A goddamn really good receiver court, receiving core. They have Alshon Jeffrey, Golden Tate, Nelson Aguilar, like, and Zach Ertz at tight end. Like, they're going to be throwing the ball. I will not be surprised if they have 40 plus passes. There will be jump balls to Golden Tate, jump balls to Alshon Jeffrey. Like, we watched them at That's Soldier Field for 
what four years was he a bear? Something like that. So like we 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 saw it watching four or like two three years ago. Just throw the ball to Alshon Jeffrey. He comes down with it most of the time. If they're making those catches, the Bears are in trouble. But I think that's good for the Bears though, because oh no, it is good. But I mean, for predictable passing downs or just a team. Who, I mean, the Vikings obviously they don't have the the star. I mean, they kind of do. They they have strong wide receivers. Obviously, Foles isn't as good as uh, or Foles is better than Keenum. Not Keenum. Foles is better than <laughs> Cousins. Uh, Cousins. Yeah. But, I mean, they have Adam Thielen, who's, like, arguably a top-five wide receiver, and they have uh, Stephon Diggs, who's very good, and Kyle Rudolph's oh. very good. So, I mean, they – like, the Vi- like the Vikings try to do that. They just, like, try to throw the ball. And the, we saw the Rams do the same thing, where they just try and beat the, beat the Bears. Oh, no, I don't the think air. they will. I think that's going to oh, be the yeah. game plan for the Eagles, just, hey, yeah. jump balls to our big guys. But, in my but, opinion, the Bears have, like, the best secondary in football. Overall, I'm truly not worried about I'm, – I, I, I'm nervous that once the game comes around, I'll have, like, the big game series, like, uh, like this. You is, always do. Like, playoff game, yeah, I always yeah. do. But like I, overall, like, like realistically, like, I have no reason to be nervous. No, you were letting the dogs about telling down. Like once we just annihilated the Vikings and we saw the Eagles were in, I was kind of nervous. But I ran like through these stats and like actually did some research. Crunched the numbers. I crunched some numbers. Like I'm not nervous at all. I think this game won't even be that close. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a two score double digit win. And we're un- We've lost one game at home to the Patriots. To the, to the Patriots. Like. So, I mean, uh, yeah, and home field advantage is huge. Obviously, we're not going to have it after this game if we do, if we are to win. But home field advantage is huge. So, I mean, for this one game, I, yeah, I'm not, I should I have no reason to be nervous. The only thing that scares because the stats you pull up, they're from the season, the whole season. I mean, in the last six games, they won five of the last six, one of them being against the Rams, one of them being against the Texans. I don't think we should just, like, look over and be like, okay, double-digit win. Like, that's, I don't think it would be double-digit. Like, I think Jake's a lot more confident. He seems a lot more confident in a lot more confident than I just I am. don't think we should overlook them at all. I don't think it'll be like over like over after the halftime or third quarter, but I, I don't I think, think that we'll be, either. I just think I think it'll be two possessions. I wouldn't be. I, I would. Guess. I think our line play is just so much better than their lines on both sides of the ball. Like eventually, they're just going to get dragged down and just like beat up enough mm-hmm. where basically the Bears will just be in control the whole game. It might end up being maybe seven, ten points, or if say we. Finish strong. Like it could be 14-17. Long is back. I mean, Long is... Oh, my God. Kyle strong. Long, the first half, cool. last half, they were... I could push my grandma through a wheelchair, through the yeah. holes they were making against that Vikings defense. Like, they so, were yeah. huge. So, I mean, huge. Yeah. If the, I mean, obviously, if, if any team, for any team, if you can get the running game going, it opens up everything. So, I, I love that he's back. Uh, I was listening to the radio. They said all three of the injured wide receivers, Robinson, uh, Turbo, what's his name? Taylor Gabriel, Taylor and, Gabriel. Anthony Miller, and Anthony Miller. Yeah, they're all... They're all like they're all very optimistic. Grenade is op- optimistic that they'll be okay. They said Aaron Lynch is not looking good, and Eddie Jackson like they feel good, but he'll be like a game time decision still. So I mean, we should be good. Eddie Jackson is huge because like I said like twice already. The Eagles are just gonna throw jump balls. Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. Golden Tate, and Eddie Jackson. If you've listened before, I praise him for his sideline to sideline speed when the ball's in the air. If they're just throwing jump balls, Eddie Jackson is gonna come down with that football mm. once or twice in the yep. game. And Deion Bush, Deion Bush though, like, he. Besides the one like very bad penalty he had, uh, they threw they threw they threw a deep ball to Adam Thielen and he just like clotheslined him pretty much and like took him out by the, by the helmet. I'm oh, sure yeah. you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. he, he played the ball, but he just like hit him directly in the helmet and like yeah, just took like, his glove. Him. His glove hit his helmet and just like palmed his head. But besides that, like he re- and obviously I'm sure there's like plays that Eddie Jackson like maybe would have picked that ball off even. But like I feel like Deion Bush has been like a very good so like oh, he, he's he, a very he good has been noticeable where it's like you've. I feel like you, as a backup, you do your job when it's like you don't, like you don't view him as like a weakness. Like you don't like. Oh, if you don't notice much. the backup, he did exactly, a very yeah, good yeah. job. Exactly, and he's been like he's been even better than that. Like he's he's been good. So I'm not. Obviously, we prefer A. Jackson, but even if he doesn't play, it's not the end of the world. Like you were mm-hmm. saying. But no, if you guys don't have anything else, I kind of want to get in some 
How about, how about our boy Kevin name? White? Oh, oh Kevin White. Oh, Two sightings. Yeah. Yeah. He, I'm still pissed. A they, they, get, <laughs> they got a <laughs> holding penalty. <laughs> he had a pretty cool catch. And then that yeah. one P.I. at the end of the game, which I was kind of upset they didn't call, like... Yeah, he got uh, fucking no. ran out of bounds. Yeah, that was some bullshit. It was it was good good to see you. Kevin it was very good to see our guy with Kevin White. with Allen Robinson getting a getting a rest. Mm-hmm. We, we got our keys to the game, right? We do have our keys to the game. So we do keys to the game, then get into the the full. We'll, we'll do picture? our keys to the game first. I already gave mine was a secondary. Is the secondary no, plays well? I thought it was a single player. Well, no, I did keys as a group, and then I'll do oh, a player. Oh, keys and key. Okay. Keys and then a key. You sneaky son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I only I, have a singular key prepared. Well, we can just I do just one key, like the back door key. All right, give me your key player first. I, mean, I can think or of it. Only. Okay. My key player is Jordan Howard, and, and, and just like the running game in general, but mainly, obviously mainly Jordan Howard because he's our main. He's gotten the most rush attempts out of uh, between him and Cohen. I mean, we saw what happened with – he got 20 – I wrote it down somewhere. He got – Jordan Howard, uh, let's see, 21 rushes for 109 yards and two touchdowns versus the Vikings. And obviously, we only put up twenty four points, but our offense just didn't seem like it was having like like a real hard time moving moving the ball against like a very good Vikings defense. Oh, the first half they moved it with ease. And the thing was, I don't know if you guys noticed this, maybe, like it, the first half or the first quarter, I should say, like we were running the ball with Jordan Howard, and he was like killing it. And then Nagy just, like moved away and started like throwing the ball a shit like a lot more. And then at the end of the game, we went back to running with Jordan Howard, and everything worked out. Did you guys notice that too? Kinda, not really. I mean, I didn't really pick up on that. I that's I I kind of I don't know maybe. Uh, that's what I. That's what I. That's what I thought. That's it wasn't was enough for I noticed it, but now that you bring it yeah, up, I guess I see. Like yes. he, I, I. I feel like he does that a lot. Like I feel like Nagy does that a lot. Where like the first like couple drives, like he'll be pounding it with Howard, and we're like, like hell yeah, like he, like get the running game going, like we're gonna be fine. And then like he just like stop, he just moves away Completely from. Completely stops. Yeah. So I mean, if he if we can just keep, obviously if it's really not working, like don't just keep like bashing your head against the wall. But if we can get Jordan Howard going, that opens up everything, and I and yeah. I'll be like I will have no worries at all if Jordan Howard does. If Jordan Howard puts up a similar performance, I will have no worries at all. Oh yeah, the like s- control the ball, run the ball, like there's no turnovers. Yeah, la- no turnovers. and no turnovers is huge too. But last week against the Vikings, the Bears had a possession where they ended in a touchdown that took off nine minutes and five seconds off the clock. Mm. That is nearly an entire minutes. quarter on one drive. Yeah, if they can just hold the ball, and I don't want to sound like mainstream media because I'm about to go off on a rant. All of us are. But, like, it's so cliche, just hold the ball, don't turn the ball over, and they'll be perfectly fine. It really is that simple, though. Smash mouth football. It really is. Big Ten football. Big Ten football, 1940s football, Windy City, Bear mm, Weather, yeah. all that crap. But, mm. Dan... Hey, Bear Weather's not crap. Bear Weather's not crap. Bear Weather's real. It could not be real. Okay, um, my key to the game, or my key player, is Danny Trevathan. We, we haven't really talked a lot, a lot about Danny Trevathan no. this year, neither has the media... And I feel like he got a lot of got a lot of talk last year because he was that you know big signing from the Broncos. And this year he hasn't really gotten all that hype. But if the if Danger Ethan can stop that stop the run game and then just make Nick Nick Foles do what Nick Foles always does, if we can make Nick Foles look like St. Louis Rams, yeah. Nick Foles, we are going. Yeah. It's because it's gonna be, it's gonna be a battle. I mean, it's gonna be in bear bear weather, as we said. What's They're the gonna, forecast like on Sunday? Do you know? Low twenties. I think it's. Ooh. I'm gonna say it's gonna be cold. Yeah, it's gonna be real cold. January. <laughs> in Chicago. I want to say. I want to. Yeah, I want to say. I think. It, I think it said low twenties. Let me. Let me get. Let me get a nice uh, weather forecast. Possibly, possibly cold. We got well, a. Uh, well, Danny gives the weather forecast and looks it up. Oh, I was. Oh, so, I was so wrong. Oh no. I supposed to be warmer. I think. 
45. Oh, shit. That's not bear weather. Well, I feel like bear Sorry, weather. Sorry, I'm, I'm not a meteorologist. Bear weather, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know how effective bear weather would be. I mean, obviously, bear weather is fuck. Bear weather could fuck anybody up. But they're, they're a cold weather city, too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it works against dome teams and, like, like the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And, and the Rams, especially. Yeah. But Danny Trevathan, that's, yeah, that's well, our guy. That's, since we're talking about the defense and, like, role players on the defense, I guess we'll start our rant. But Matt brought this up. Oh, Every I, I actually, oh, sorry, excuse me. I wanted to. I thought you were gonna give your pick. We have no, no, no. a special audience member. No, no, not yet. We'll give it at the end. <laughs> Who's your? Okay, forget it. Matt, yeah, do you have do you have a key a key to the game? Nope, nothing for Mitch yet. <laughs> nothing for Mitch yet. Um, I want to thank Mitch Mahal for for being our <laughs> th- audience member. We thanks, Mitch. We know, yeah, listen, we know he doesn't listen to the podcast, so we're not losing a listen here. Do you listen to the podcast? Sometimes. All right. That's hey, no. back here. Let's go. That's a no, you son of a bitch. Back here. You wanted to go on a rant about Cleo Mack and the mainstream media. Yeah, I have a few rants I want to get in. So, I, yeah, Let's I, rant I have off. two. I know you have one, so maybe we can like sandwich them. I think it's the same rant. Do oh, well, my, I, I I agree with both of you guys on the media and Mac too. See. So I'll I'll start with that one since we're talking about it. My first rant is Khalil Mac. Uh, so you, like, I've been watching. You know, I've been very excited for the Bears game and to like you know, kind of I don't know to kind of like weather like temper my excitement. I've been like, watching like how, like watching previews from like like NFL Network, like them talking about like the preview of the game. I read an ESPN article. I actually didn't read it. I just, like, scroll down to when they talk about the Bears. But every single person, like, all, like, all the previews are like, how do you stop Khalil Mack? Like, what are you going to do to stop Khalil Mack? Like, we have an amazing defense. Like, our defensive line, like, Akeem Hicks, Leonard Floyd's been very good. Jonathan Bullard, like, Bilal Nichols. I mean, I, I, Eddie I, Goldman. Eddie Goldman. Like, I, we always forget a guy. That's how you know like, the defensive line Like, the okay, line and is then, good. like, hey, you get the whole defensive line. Here's Roquan Smith on, like, a delayed here's blitz. Danny, and he yeah, just fucking Danny blows Danny up your quarterback. Line. That's how you know you have a good defensive defense, period, but also a good defensive line. Like, I always forget someone. Like, I, every time like, I, like, listen back to the podcast, I'd be like, why didn't I mention this guy? And it's like, oh, yeah, because we have, like, 80 good – like, we have a billion <laughs> good defensive linemen. So – to think that like you just stopped Khalil Mack, it's like oh we've put like our entire offensive line on Khalil Mack. Now we're good. Like no, you we have other defensive players. No, we got Leonard Floyd coming around on the other exactly, end. Exactly to murder your quarterback. Like, yeah, that's just ridiculous. I don't know why. It's like I don't know. It's just like lazy. It's just, I don't know. It's just lazy. I don't know if it was ESPN or who did it, but someone made an article like the Vikings have a comprehensive plan to stop Khalil Mack. Like Khalil Mack had yeah, no but, sacks yesterday or on Sunday, but the first half the Vikings had no first downs, like eighty total yards. Like yeah, yeah had, good job stopping Mack. You still didn't do anything. Like cool, you, yeah, you saw clearly, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Here's one defense for like the mainstream media shit is that they have to they have to cover thirty they have to cover every NFL team, and we watch every single snap of the Bears. Yeah, so, I always think that like teams like you got Stephen A. Smith going like Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry's yeah, like, he's like Hunter Henry's on the team, so he's, well, he's no, hurt. Well, he's, he's hurt. He's not. I mean, NFL guys specifically though, they should be. I I, I do hear you though. Like they, they gotta, they gotta watch every other team. They gotta know what's going on around the entire league. Yeah. We watch every snap of the Bears. We know what's going on with the Bears. We know how good these players are. These takes better start changing though, because now we're down yeah. to the playoff teams. So you gotta focus on ten teams. No, twelve teams. I think there's twelve teams left, right? Yeah. So you focus on twelve teams. Like you can't just keep saying, "Oh, we gotta stop that Khalil Mack fellow." Like we're be the Super Bowl. Like you gotta stop Khalil Mack. Like. I'm, and this is the on. same thing. I guess I'll branch off the media take. Every single take I see is like, "Well, they have a good defense." They have a good run game, but, like, I don't trust, trust Mitch. The last three games for Mitch, after the Rams game, because the Rams game was very tough, the first game after a two-game break, week 15 against Green Bay, 20 for 28, 71%, 235 yards, two touchdowns. 
Perfect. I would love that for Mitch this week. Week 16 at San Fran. 25 out of 29, 86% completion, 246 yards, and a touchdown. Last week at Minnesota, 18 to 26, 70%, 163 yards, and then no touchdowns, no picks. Like, that is care, that carefree football, but like, mistake free, high completion rate, move the ball, and just eat up clock. Like, I don't know why no one's not trusting Mitch, the one not thing, trusting Mitch yet. The one thing, like, I would say, like, why, they, like, why you could say that is because, like, he hasn't played a playoff game. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, obviously like, that's what you say about every like young quarterback. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you should. But there's multiple quarterbacks here. I mean, yeah, exactly, I mean, exactly. Okay. Mahomes. I mean, I guess Mahomes and Lamar will be getting that too. Probably like, oh, you don't know. I saw a thing like, who do you trust most? Like end of the like like end of the game, like playoff game, whatever. Like clutch moment. Who do you trust? It was like Breeze, Brady, or Mahomes. Like, Mahomes hasn't played a playoff game. So I don't know why we're putting him up there with like. I mean, he's great. He's probably like he's better than those two like skill wise right now. But like he hasn't played in the playoff game, so I, like that's like the one part where I understand. But I mean, yeah, like you just run off all the stats. Like, and in no the prime, reason, in the prime there's no time, reason to not trust him. In the primetime games, Mahomes he he lost. He's he lost to Brady, lost to Rivers. Yeah, he lost to. There was one more primetime game that he that, lost to the Patriots. Yeah, I said Brady. Oh, he said oh Mahomes. Um, who'd you say? You said Patriots. Chargers. Patriots, Chargers, and they only have three the losses. You said you said the Rams. The Rams. The Rams that shootout against Goff. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I blame him though. They put yeah. up what fifty-two points or something. I know I don't blame Mahomes for that. That's, that's that's not that's not fair there. But the other two, it was the first time ever. <laughs> the first time ever an NFL team has like put up fifty points and lost a game. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's not fair to Mahomes. Going Mahomes, thanks, pal. Yeah. You should have scored more. That's all I'm saying. How did I forget that one? Many when people I, when I was mentioning. I just assumed you said it. I was like, I was like, you said Rams, right? You're like, oh, no. Yeah, it's the yeah. most memorable game. Well, most memorable, memorable non-Bears game of the season, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Probably up there. Where else? Well, yeah, we went into the Mitch. Mitch is, like, perfectly fine. Like, he could cower down and then play, like, absolute I, shit on Sunday. That Like, that's always going to happen, maybe. But, like, if I think of all his fourth, like, two minutes left, like, no timeouts, one timeout, like, he's usually come up in those moments. Like, the Lions, mm-hmm. I think, both games last year. The one at home specifically, I know he just drove them down perfectly. Like, 4th and 12 had that, like, 20-yard run. Like, all the clutch moments and the key moments, I think Mitch shows up. Like, third down this year, he's been great. Like, yeah. key moments. I think he's a big-time player. I hope to see it Sunday. Bears are a top red zone team. They are. Like, again, in the end zone-wise, obviously, if we're fucking talking about field goals, Parky wouldn't be helping us Parky. Yeah. But, yeah. Two-faced Parky. Let's not, let's not, yeah. let's not give Parky a single moment on this podcast. No. no. Um, Do you guys want to get to the rest of the... Rest of the playoffs, or do you guys have more to um, say? About I have the Bears? more to say on the Bears. I have a bunch of papers with a bunch of stats, and I just want to list some things off so you guys are the smartest listeners going into Sunday. And you're like, wow, that actually happened? Thank God I listened to Skyline Sports, and I learned that on thank, Thursday. Thank God I told a friend. Yeah. Thank God I told an ex girlfriend, maybe a grandmother. I told anyone. all my friends. I told my, thank God I told my entire contact to listen to my iPhone. Because if you have an Android, you're a poor person. We don't want you retweeting anyways. But thank God I told everyone on my iPhone contact list. I'm just kidding. Android Android users, we love you too. No, we Jake, want, yeah. yeah. We, we, we don't want to weed out listeners. All, all listeners all listeners are created equal. We love all of you. Jake, okay, here's what I want to get into. Rushing offense-wise, the Bears average 121 rushing yards per game. The Eagles give up on defense 96.9, but I think that stat's very misleading because no one runs on them for some reason. Their passing defense is so goddamn bad, no one even tries to run on them. They're giving up 4.7 yards per carry. And if you don't know how much that is, that's the most in the league. They have, like, the worst rushing defense in the league. Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard, they're going to munch. They are going to eat, and they are just going to carry and run and run and run and run. Um, Other things. Eagles are seventh in passing defense. Oh, wait, just kidding. I'm wrong. Wrong sheet. Oh, boy. Here's a guarantee from Jake, though. More than 150 rushing yards from the Bears this week. One on the road, the Eagles give up 
398 yards as a team passing in defense compared to their 334 at home. They're a horrible road team. They're 4-4 four and four on the road compared to their 6-2. and two. No, no, no. 5-2. and two. I forget. They're 4-4 four four on the road. They're not a good road team. If I remember correctly, the Bears are, will in fact be at home this week. They will be. The Bears are 7-1 and one at home. Very huh. good home team. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Passing defense. Bears are the only team in the NFL with more interceptions than passing touchdowns allowed. The Bears have 50 sacks. They're going to get to Foles. They're going to intercept Foles. Foles is in for a very long day. Cleo Mack is going to break all of Nick Foles' three legs. Mm. Eddie Jackson's back. Eddie Jackson's back. And with him back, the Bears have the best secondary in the NFL. That's not a stat. That's my opinion. But, yeah, that's all I want to do for stat-wise. So. I think a, a really funny meme would – well, not really funny meme, but in my head it's kind of funny. If, like, someone, like, photo, if, like, say the Eagles lose on so, – well, what, after the Eagles lose on Sunday, if someone photoshopped, like, a cast on Nick Foles' third leg, it would be pretty, pretty yeah. funny. Be pretty, get, 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 we get, we get, might get, not do it, but if you want to do it and give, give us credit. Yeah. Get a giggle in a, get a giggle I can, in a I can, work, I can work that Photoshop. Could you? Yeah. Oh. Well, fuck. I mean, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We still got to play the game on Sunday, but – I'm feeling confident, so I'm I'm expecting to see I'm very confident. A, in a cast. I want him to break his ribs. Like, he oh. went out with a rib injury last Sunday. If, like, just Cleo Mack or maybe Akeem Hicks just lay on him, get all their weight on his ribs, and just, like, he has to get limped off the field. Like, it wasn't, easy, it. Like it wasn't easy enough for him to suck his own dick now. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, broken, he's taking out ribs? Rib. Yeah, okay. What a okay, show yeah. off. Yeah, fuck this guy. So, that's all we have for Bears Talk now. I think that was a good yeah. well, time we just started. Yeah. Let's, Let's dive in the NFL. Let's dive in the rest of the wild card. Uh, we, can, we can all just say... We can all just say we're picking the Bears, right? Yes. Oh, so we so we're, so we, we, we do decided, a score prediction. I don't know if I know. No, let's, yeah, no, let's, let's just, let's just run through it. So we, we've, as a podcast, we're going to predict every game, and then we're trying to think whoever has the worst record, we're going to try and think of a punishment. So if anyone, if any of the listeners have any ideas, you know, send them on over at Skyline DM. Pod. DMs, yes. Most of my listeners have my number, so just text me too. That could, that could work. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> just con- contact one of us if you have any, any ideas. But yeah, so we're... We can get into the picks. I think we're all across the board picking the Bears, right? Correct. Yep. So, I mean, that's, yeah. So, Bears. Uh, I'll I, I, I take, I take the reins here. You Fuck take it. the reins. You go, Fuck baby. It. So, the next game, the first the first playoff game on Saturday is the Colts at the Texans. I will be picking. When I was judging these games, I was just looking at all the teams, like the points allowed, points allowed average per game, the points for average per game, like their most recent games. And, of course, they all have winning records because they're all in the playoffs. But I'll take the Colts in this game because they're they start the season one and five. Like obviously, like all these teams are hot. Seven of the eight teams playing on Saturday or on this weekend are four and one. So obviously they're all hot coming into the playoffs. The Colts started one and five, and like since then I don't know what they're. I forgot their overall. Texas started zero and three. Zero and four. Also zero and three. Zero and four. What's the overall record though? They started zero and four, and then they won. I think it was zero and three. What is the Colts' overall record? Ninety-nine percent sure. Colts' overall record, I believe, is ten and six. I'm gonna look it up real quick. What are the Texans' eleven and five? No, no, no. Are you um, I think they're eleven and five. No, twelve and four. Twelve and four. Yeah, I kind of completely forgot about that. Texans being hot about the whole. Just getting no eleven and five. I'm wrong. I'm stupid. I kind of compl- sorry. I completely forgot about the Texans being hot. But I mean, these also yeah, I mean, so fuck that stat. But, but they're not as hot. Uh, I think it was week fifteen. The Colts went into Houston. Yeah, they won. And then after the Colts, that, Houston's just been mediocre, above yeah. average at best. They did start on three. My apologies. The Colts. The Colts won. In, the Colts won. Yeah, in Houston. Uh, they have the rookie of the year. Potential rookie of the year, rookie of the year, Darius Leonard. He led the NFL in uh, tackles. I'm not even just rookie tackles, just tackles. Period. He has the um, franchise record for tackles in a season for the Colts as a rookie. Andrew Luck's just so lovable. He said, "Like, how? Like, what are your thoughts going to the playoffs?" He goes, I'm, what, "What do you say? I'm stinking excited." I'm stinking excited. Something yeah. like that. I'm, I'm stinking happy. Something like that. He said, "Stinking." I don't know. I, yeah. You not love him, so I'll, I'll take the Colts this week. Dan, uh, I'm taking the Texans. Uh, again, the. 
Texans are hot as hell too. They're, I, yeah, I, think, I, I think I think the hotness argument is not that's that it's not a good one for this game. I just, all these teams are I just flaming forgot. hot. I just completely forgot about the Texans being. Um, and I think the yeah. Texans are a better overall team. Um, Watt and Clowney around the edges. I think they're going to get the walk. Uh, the Colts Texans have the home field advantage. Colts have I'll take a book a book Houston for the win. Colts, you said the, the, the Texans defensive line. The Colts have given up the least amount of sacks in the NFL this year. Yeah, but they the. Texans have two of the best pass rushers in football. They also play them twice a year, and they still have that stat. Yeah, so that's two out of sixteen games. I'm just saying, like the cool. I don't know what I don't know what the head to head like. How many sacks Wad and Clowney have gotten on? I'm just saying, like they are good, but the Colts have also like they also have a very like the best offensive line in football. And the Texans are at home. That's crazy that Andrew Luck now has an offensive line and a defense, and they just railed off nine out of ten. Just yeah. like, oh, this is fine. It's like he's good. so goddamn good. Everyone just forgot about him. Yeah, well, yeah. he. I don't think he started off the year super hot. I mean, no, he started off really shitty. Like I remember beginning played, of the year, uh, he was not like throwing balls past thirty yards, and everyone was like, "Did his neck like actually like break yeah. his arm? Also, like, can he not throw far?" Yeah. But now he's a okay. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. But um, got, little side too. point, since the Colts have the most money in free agency next year and Jadavion Clowney is a free agent, they better throw the entire bag at him and get him on that defense. Because like you said, Darius Leonard, leading tackler as a rookie, their defense is like set up to be really good. I just hope they get all you think the You think the Colts should, <coughs> oh, you know, the Colts should just throw as much Javian money Clowney? as Javion Clowney as much as he wants? Should, I think they should throw the bag at... Uh... Left Bell? Left Bell, yeah. I disagree completely. And they have an That's offense, an argument awesome for a different We talked about this before. Argument yeah. for a different day. I just want to bring up Jadavian Clowney. That would be right. huge if they got him. Uh, like, my pick for the game, Colts. I love the way they're playing. They looked unstoppable against the Titans, who have a pretty good defense. I know the Texans' defense is better, but the way they're playing, the chemistry Andrew Luck has with T.Y. Hilton and the rest of his receivers, I just think their offense is too good. And their defense is good enough to get enough stops. Mm-hmm. To win the game, I think Houston is very one dimensional, which can't work in the regular season. But come to a playoff game, I think it's going to be their their ailment. Mm-hmm. So the next is that. So we got all our takes out on that. So yeah, the next yeah. game uh, that night, that Saturday night, is the Seahawks at the Cowboys. I'll be taking. I'm taking the Cowboys. I feel like the Seahawks are like the team because they they also kind of started off bad. Like everyone has like the bad taste in their mouth. Like oh, uh-huh. they're they're a shitty team. Like they're done. But they've obviously, like, they're in the playoffs, so obviously they've turned it around. And I feel like they're the team that everyone's like, oh, look out for the Seahawks. And it's like, once everyone says it, like, they're not really a dark horse anymore. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys just based off home field advantage. Zeke's been resting. Dak played the entire game. Like, they're, yeah. they're, I think all of their starters played the entire game. They did. Which is, I mean, I don't think anyone got injured, but that's just a wild move by Jason Garrett. Did I, Van Der Esch, I heard something about Van Der Esch getting banged up. I, yeah, and Sean Lee came in for him. I've I, I not heard anything. I, I do know. Yeah, I remember seeing that on Sunday. I don't know. I have no updates. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Yeah. Look into that any further. Probably would have been a smart thing to look into, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, the, just since Amari Cooper, everyone like shut on the Cowboys for that Amari Cooper trade because like, oh, he's trash. Like, do you think that he's gonna save your season? He kind of did. Yeah, they've been like very good since then. They've had that. They have another wide receiver who I don't know his name, but he's also been very good. That's a, a, yeah. That's like they have another player. <laughs> who other, Cole Beasley? Oh, he's a, oh Cole Beasley. Is he a white? <laughs> no, he's a he's a black man. Oh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. That's right. It's like Gallup or something. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but. <laughs> I'm taking. I'll take the Cowboys at home, I, I, and also in the playoffs. Obviously, I just took the Colts to win on the road, but I feel like home field advantage period to win or is home field advantage period is obviously a humongous home field advantage. Home field advantage, a humongous yeah. advantage, but especially in the playoffs. So I mean, I'll I'll take the Cowboys. Right. I feel like they're very evenly matched. So just with all that and like the fact that they're at home, I'll take the yeah. Cowboys. I, I'm also I'm also taking the Cowboys. Pretty much everything you said. Different team of the Mari Cooper, Zeke rested. There, I again. Dark Horse with the Seahawks. Not so much of a Dark Not Horse. Not so much of a Dark Horse anymore. I think the Cowboys are a better overall team. And they play so much better at home. 
I'm taking yeah, the Cowboys. Cowboys are 7-1 at home. Seahawks are 4-4 four and four on the road. Rushing defense-wise, the... Everyone like praises the Seahawks for their rushing ability, and like they have the best rushing offense in the league. Cowboys have the fifth best rushing defense. Like their defense is actually good this year. Six in points allowed. Six, Six in points allowed total. Mm-hmm. They average three point eight a pop. Like they're a pretty good defense. I think them being at home, being so good at home, this can be too much for the Seahawks. They haven't played great lately. They lost to the Forty ers They barely beat the Cardinals last week. So I don't think they're coming in that hot either. So I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Absolutely. Okay. Cowboys across the board. So then the the final game that we're picking is the Sunday Sunday morning or Sunday like yeah Sunday noon it is Chargers at Ravens for, okay my dog has he has some takes on this game and he's just he he won't be silenced big Lamar Jackson fan he won't be silenced any longer yeah so then the third game not the third game we're picking fourth game we're picking actually Sunday at noon we got Chargers at Ravens uh let's see I'm taking the Ravens uh, so let's see I'm taking the Ravens just because their defense is just so good they let up seventeen point seventeen point nine points per game that's only point two behind the Bears who obviously like we. Have been raving about their defense all year on this podcast. So I just between that and then the fact that I think it's like an evenly, I think it's like it's like the same where like it's very evenly matched. Obviously the Chargers have like a, a much better record, but they're since since Lamar, I've, if Lamar was playing earlier in the season, they'd have a few more wins, and they beat Week Sixteen. They beat the uh, the Ravens beat the Chargers in LA twenty two to ten. So I feel like I don't, I don't know. I feel like that Chargers only scored ten points in that game. Holy yeah. shit! I don't even remember that. The Ravens have a good killer defense. Oh, obviously, they do. I when was the last time Philip Rivers? Obviously, there should be questions about him. But he, how many play, he's played like like not that many playoff games. No, like, well, not a lot. They and, always and he the, He's never made it to an AFC championship. Like they would like, always like. I think he may have won like a few, but like they would be wild card games. Yeah. Mid mid two thousands with eight. Uh, LT like they would always get the first round by and then just losing the yeah. divisional yeah. round. So like he. You are right. He like hasn't had a big game in the playoffs yet. No, obviously he's not a guy that like we should be like pointing out like oh will he be good because he's played for a billion years. He's got twenty five kids and he's very high testosterone. And obviously guy. everyone always like when you look at the when you look at the Chargers, it's always like Philip Rivers is like running for his life. So it's like no one ever blames the Chargers' struggles in, re- in previous years on him. But I mean, I, I I don't know if he should be like saying like he'll he'll do bad. But he should definitely be like in question like will like will he perform like same how like Lamar like Lamar's a rookie obviously like Phil Rivers has playoff experience but I mean he should also be questioned not like I'm not saying he'll do bad but like should, we shouldn't just expect that Phil Rivers will do as good as he does in the regular season so I'll take the Ravens I'll take the Ravens at home to win that game um I I like the Chargers in this game mostly because the I mean throughout the entire season I've been watching the Chargers I'm like wow this this team this team could actually be Super Bowl ready if they I think if they get past the Chiefs and get um, home field advantage, they probably would win the AFC. But I, th- I think it's going to be a real close game. Um, Melvin Gordon on the ground like, in the cold weather. I still don't trust Lamar Jackson, honestly. I, I mean, I've, I've, wa- I've watched him play and all that. He just – I think he's not accurate. He's not – I mean, he can run, he, he's kind of a one-trick pony. He can't really throw – he doesn't throw the ball that well. I feel like he can, but I have zero stats to back that up. So I, yeah, guess a, ball I can't really make an argument. Was, I know he does run the ball a lot. There was a weird stat. I don't know. I just know, like, not specifics about but, like, everyone thinks he's a scrambler. Lamar Jackson's in-pocket passing percentage is higher than, like, when he's out of the pocket on the run. So it's like he's either in the pocket, ready to throw, he's, he's not, or he just runs. There's yeah, no, not. like... Like a bootleg to the right, throw on the run. No, it's either run or he's staying in the pocket. But, but you can say that about like every week. Like we all know he's gonna run, but they, they're six, they're seven and one now. I think I think they're six and one going into this week with him as quarterback. And now they're seven and seven and one. So I mean, like every every you can say that like every week about him. Like well, all he does is run. But I mean, he's still winning games. He is winning games, but I don't think they've had the best 
They've had the best competition. I know they played... The Browns are a good team. The Browns, but they've also played the Bengals, the Bucks, and then they had another really shit... And the Bills. Like, all, undis- beat, all undisciplined defenses that just make the mistakes. The Bills are a very good defense. Undisciplined, though. They're not that good. They're, like, top... Like, there was... I, I'm... If I remember correctly, they're top, like one of the top. They're good passing D. Points allowed. They're good passing D because no one passes them because they're blowing them out. Points allowed, they were very good. They have the 16th best rushing defense. But that's just yards. I mean, the thing I don't like about arguments like that, like, well, who have they beaten? It's like, well, I mean, I understand that. But like, they've they've beaten teams they should beat. I understand that, but like, like, they've beaten teams they should beat. That's the only thing I I agree. But, Dan, is that everything you have on this game? Yeah. I just just like the Chargers. I'm with you. I like the Chargers. Chargers. This is very weird. They are seven and one on the road this year. For some reason, they don't like playing at home. Probably because their home games are actually not home games. They stink. And, yeah, nobody's yeah. there. And their stadium yeah. fills up like twenty thousand. It's a soccer field. Um, a weird stat when they played them in week sixteen, the Ravens had a touchdown, like a seventy-five yard bomb on their first play. Not their first play, their first drive of the second half. But after that, they averaged like two point one yards per play. Had a punt, a punt, a field goal, and then a punt. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like seeing that. Not like a triple option, not like a college option, but like just like the little quirks in their offense, seeing it a second time around will be enough for this Chargers defense to like get a hold on it. It won't stop it completely, but it'll get enough of a hold on it where I think the Chargers pull this one out. Me and Jake were talking about this before the show, and I, I, I get that, but like I feel like and I, and your, your argument was I like think it's like a niche, a niche offense. It's a niche offense, so you. It's a niche offense, so you kind of like maybe it's like better. Bye, Dan. Bye, bye Dan. See ya. Guys, I, I'm making making a mid mid uh mid podcast exit. I got some stuff to do. Have a good rest of your day, beautiful. Thank you. Bye, Daniel. Mitch, and uh, you step in. Quick, quick New Year's resolution for the Bears: won the fucking Super Bowl. There you go. I like it. Mitch, we need you. We need you. <laughs> Mitch, have a seat. All right, man. We'll man, we'll do this until we'll do this until water talk. Mitch, will you jump in for water talk? Sure. I'll Hell yeah. Okay, so let's finish it up. As you're saying, we were talking about before. So I mean I understand that maybe it's like they have an advantage because like they have a, they run a niche offense like obviously not many NFL teams actually run like they they run their offense where their quarterback just runs around all game like Lamar does, but at the same time I feel like obviously the Ravens like they also played the Chargers that week yeah it's true so they they can also like they can also scout and like learn things like take things that they saw from that game so I feel like I feel like that works both ways. It does, but I feel like it helps it it helps the Chargers more seeing the Ravens and it helps the Ravens seeing the Chargers. Why? Because what the Ravens do is special, it's different, it's the most unconventional offense in the NFL compared to everyone else, where the Chargers are more similar to the rest of the pack. So, like, of course it? it helps both of them seeing the team before, but I feel like it helps the Chargers more. We can agree or disagree, but I just, I don't know that, like, you can say that, but I don't know if that actually, like, and that, like you, can, you, can, you can just say that and it'll, like, mm-hmm. sound good, but I don't know if that actually, like, I don't well, know if it's actually true. I guess we're going to find out Sunday I guess, morning. yeah, we'll Sunday see, afternoon. We'll see you, son of a bitch. <laughs> So that's um, all we got for NFL talk. I actually just wanted before we completely ooh, go. One more NFL thing. Talk. One more. Oh, go ahead. I'll go. The, oh, another reason I'm picking the Chargers. Since 2010, there have been two rookie quarterbacks to win a playoff game, and both of those games were against other rookies. So a rookie has never been a veteran in a playoff game since 2010. So that's another reason why I'm taking the Chargers. A rookie quarterback? Yeah. So the two times were. Oh, it's happened twice since the 2010. Two, tw- two times. It was Russell Wilson oh, over RG3, and then. Uh, I don't, sir, I don't uh, know. It was like. Two bums. It was like it was a typical. You love to talk about anomalies when you're when you're arguing sports. That's what I mean, last two, ten years. Two times in the last ten twice. Yeah, it's only happened two, twice, and the only two oh, wins. Oh, it's only happened twice. I thought you were saying like no, no, there no, have been two instant, instant. No, it's instant. like they're like two and thirteen or something. Oh, it's okay. not a great number, and the only two wins are against other rookies. So like they literally had to win. A rookie had to win. 
Yeah. So that's the reason I'm taking the Chargers. Okay, that, that, yeah, that, that's fair. That's reasonable. So the one last thing is just like the last rant I wanted to talk about. Not really a rant, but just like I've never liked Chris Collinsworth. I oh, yeah. love when he slides in and it gets oh, it gets me all, all hot and bothered when he does the uh, Collinsworth slide. Although it's kind of like dying because everyone's like on it now. Like I'm, like, I'm sure NBC is going to be tweeting about it soon. Like, like a montage of it soon. So once that happens, it'll officially be dead. But like for now, it's it's still alive and I can still enjoy it. That's the only thing I like about him because I'll never forget when the Bears really, really sucked and they played the Packers. I've talked about this before on the podcast and we were just getting like ran by the Packers. He was just like shit on the Bears and obviously that was very well war- it was it was warranted. But I just since then it's like you, you talk bad about my bears like I can talk bad about my bears. It's like you have a little brother like I can beat him up but you can't. You can't beat him, my little brother. I can. Beat so Collinsworth today or not today? Collinsworth this past week he wasn't calling the Bears game. He was calling Sunday Night Titans uh, Colts. But during like halftime or at some point in the game he says you know I, I I'm questioning the Bears because they they had to have seen the score of the Rams game at halftime. They see the Rams are blowing out the 49ers, so they're basically guaranteed they're they're good they're going to win. You can you can safely say that. So at that point they can pick their opponent. So, you know, like, I got to wonder like, why they picked the Vikings because obviously the Vikings aren't are not as good as the uh, Vikings aren't as good as the Eagles. The, the Bears are playing the Vikings at the time. They're up. They're up by like. They're up. Two, I, two, two, two possessions. What was least, it? Like 14 10. nothing and a half? It was like 14. Oh, no, 14 three. They had a field goal to end it. Yeah, so I mean, but like, he's saying like we should basically just like forfeit the game. Like, what, what do you That's saying? what you're saying, but like. That's, that's ridiculous. Would you have been mad if the, the Bears just like literally just kicked the ball out of their end zone like four times? Yeah, that's, that's what he wanted. He wanted us to just well, like literally just like well, let them run by. Well, us, we did prove that we could just like forfeit. beat the shit out of the Vikings. Like, I just like think, a little boy. I was like taking candy from an actual baby. I think it's like a thing you say like, oh, like they should like the, oh, the Eagles are like they should like let them win. But like, you're, when you have a group of like competitors, a group like you're playing NFC, you're playing like. No, no, you can't tell your players to lose. Yeah, you're not going to be like... You're not going to tell a bunch of yeah, grown men, ridiculous. like, hey, forfeit this one, buddy. I just don't know, number one, like, I don't think that would ever actually happen, but how does he, how do you expect us to go about just, like, losing, just, like, putting your backups and just that, That's bad karma. Like, that's, exactly, that's how you go, that's how you go on to, like, lose to the Vikings. Like, just like I said, I, I just, I don't know. I, that I, piss I, me off, too. I get where he's coming from. The Vikings are clearly not as good as the Eagles. The Eagles are hot right now. The Vikings have been struggling all year. Cousins isn't as good. But, like, how do you just, like, you don't just pull your, you don't just pull, you don't just pull your starters and be like, let's just lose this game. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Collinsworth, go shut up your ass. I do love your slides for the moment, though. But about F- besides that, you can shove it up your ass. I agree. So that all the NFL we got? Ah. Uh, do we have anything I else? I think so. That's all we got. Well, we have, don't we have, oh, we have our resolutions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this wasn't just a uh, Bears thing. This is a Chicago sports resolution. As you heard, Danny's mm-hmm. was to the Bears. It was win the fucking Super Bowl. I like that idea. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, Matt, do you have a Bears one? Yeah, or, I don't have a Bears one. You have so a Bears my, one. My New Year's resolution, so for the Chicago sports in general, well, it's from, from ba- picking from Chicago sports teams, my resolution for the Chicago Bulls is to stop being fucks. Just stop being fucking idiots. They, they've, you know, they don't have any old players. I, I, the Jabari signing I didn't hate because it's one-year deal. We have a ton of money. We're not in win-nine mode anyways, so it's really not that big of a deal. But just, like, pick a direction, and I guess they kind of have – but don't don't stray from the direction you've picked, which is like just going through the draft, getting Stick younger. Stick to the plan. Exactly. Stick to your resolution. You know, like exactly. everyone gets a gym membership but no January first, yeah. but then like a lot of people aren't going February by January tenth. After February first, you won't step foot in that gym again for until like the next January. But the Bulls, I mean, and they they've been they've been doing a better job. Obviously, we should definitely fire uh, John John. Paxton. Jim Boyland. Oh no, no, right. John, well, sorry. Uh, Garpacks, they should definitely be fired, and Boylan would be out, would be out the door as well. <laughs> Boylan is a football coach; he is not a basketball exactly. Coach. He should be he should be coaching. If if Fangio leaves, he should be first on line. Jim Boylan should be an arena football league coach. Oh, that that that'd be perfect because that yeah that that would be that would be more up his up his alley. But I mean, a few years ago, 
Garpacks go, yeah, we want to get younger. We want to, you know, build for the future. What do we do that offseason? We sign Dwayne Wade and Rajon Rondo. Dwayne Wade is basically like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just, like, getting my bag and, like, playing for my hometown team. And everyone's all, like, sell a bunch of jerseys, but, like, he sucked. Rajon Rondo, he's a good player in the playoffs, but, like, he's also just, like, not... He's not, he's, he's not young, and he's not going to be here for the future. I like Rajon Rondo as a player, but if you're trying to get younger, he is not the guy. Which is the, So they, they say we're going to get younger. Mitch, you can take a seat. Okay, Mitch. You're making me uncomfortable. Mitch is standing up when there's a chair directly to his left, and it's just making me uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm, I, anyways, just pick a direction and just keep going down the direction that we're going down, which is just getting younger and building through the draft. So just keep doing what you're doing, Bulls. Don't don't stir away from what you're doing. That's all I want. That's all I want. And, and okay, resolution two, fire car packs. That's all I have, Jake. Mine is for the Cubs. It's to Theo Epstein. Balance a goddamn checkbook. Like, it's making me really nervous because this is what he fucked up in Boston. Like, he built a good core of players. But then you sign Kyle Crawford, then you sign Adrian Gonzalez, and then you make all these dog shit signings that ruin your team and put them in a handicap where they can't sign actual free agents they want, like Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. So now we have to f- basically eat half of Hayward's contract and give up a prospect if we want any hopes of signing Harper. So Theo, balance a budget one time for Drew Smiley. Drew Smiley, we literally just gave him $15 million. He didn't play a single game. No, we're like, hey, here you go, bye. He's straight, but he's not on the team anymore. Either. No, I know. We literally gave. Yeah, so. It was a two year deal. Hopefully, like, next year he would rehab, but then we need a roster spot because we signed, we picked up Cole Hamill's extensions, like, uh, bye, and just gave him the money. See you later, dude. We'll pay you to go fuck off. Basically, okay, cool. to never throw a pitch, like, hey, you want to rehab at our center? Cool. Here's $15 million for that. Like, sweet. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will pay you $15 million to never throw a ball for our, our team. Like, that, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't come know. Come on, Theodore, it'll be better. Tyler Chatwood has time to, like... Fix it up and like get a shin order. Like the U Darvish signing, I don't care because he was hurt all year. So like it's mm. one year of six. If the next five years are awesome, I'm not gonna be mad at that deal. Yeah, but down. Hayward, Chatwood, what the fuck? Get it together. Our final, our fifth, of, our or not five. I'll say fifth. I don't know how many segments, segments we've had, but our final segment of the day. I'll I'll let Jake introduce it because he's the one who, who wanted to talk about it. So I'll I'll give him the floor. Well, I'll just summarize it because we have a little group chat and obviously on our phones. And I just texted this out of bliss and anger, not anger, but like. Just, I don't know, I'll explain. So, I'm going into work, and I'm on FaceTime with my girlfriend, and she walks into her bathroom sink and fills up a water bottle with sink water. And I think that's the most preposterous and savage move possible. So, I then text our group chat, and I say, Hey, can we make fun of people that drink water from the sink? And think it, and just call them savages. And they both, Dan's not here anymore to defend himself, so we have Mitch in his place, but... If you drink sink water, you're gross, but there, I'm the only one here. I'm, the, I'm on this island by so myself. Why? Just ask us so I'll admit, admit. Sink water I'll, just has I'll a taint go. to me. It just doesn't taste it's the taint. same. Like, it, it is like a little, uh, like, it just doesn't taste well. Are you talking about all sink water or just bathroom sink water? Well, the point was bathroom sink water, I think, is the grossest one of them all. Why? Just. Because it's in a bathroom, that's the only it, reason. Kind of, yeah. That's I wash my hands with that. I don't drink it. You wash, you don't wash your hands in the sink? In your I, kitchen? I do. No, not, the, not with my dishes. No, I don't wash my hands with my dishes. Why not? Because I don't want the dirt on my hands getting on my dishes. They're dirty dishes, aren't they? Yeah. So you're gonna you're going to wash so? them. Yeah. So you're gonna wash them, right? I know. So, so? you don't the hand dirt does doesn't doesn't come off. It does get off. I don't want to add dirt if I don't have to. I but look, this is a size of point. Hands before you do the dishes, and you won't be adding dirt. Okay. That's, that's, that's what I do. Any, that. that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Whatever. I don't like to wash my. I don't like to get my dirty. It's and it's. I don't like to get my dirty hand water on my dirty dishes. Are you, hopefully sure. you're going to wash them. I, I do wash my dishes. Okay, I'm but okay, but my main point is, if you want to be a human and a civilized human being, you need to drink water out of a bottle 
Not or good. out of a filter. That's just maybe good. out of your fridge. But if you're just pouring water, like if it's once or twice, fine. But if you're going into your bathroom sink to refill your water <laughs> bottle, be better. That just makes okay. Bottled water, you're just killing the environment because you, you, you can refill just, a bottle. Yeah, I I literally do that. Like I, I'll refill the same water bottle like a billion times. You probably drink. I've it had once the, I've had the same thirty six pack of water bottles at Northern for the last <laughs> semester. My roommate Tyler Feldner, shout out Tyler. He is murdering he's single-handedly murdering the environment because he runs through a humongous pack of water bottles like i've never seen before the kid just can't stop won't stop drinking water bottles and throwing them away but it's like i, I don't know if you just you just think you're, you're just too high society you're just too no good for, and too matt, good for matt calls me high society tells me to get my nose off the ceiling because i don't eat domino's pizza i will only eat like good pizza and that, for some reason, that also makes me a snob. I don't get how, but like, no, I don't want to drink dirty water. I should know you were rich. I didn't know you had all this money. I'm not rich. Oh. Oh. I'm not. You're acting like, get your fucking nose off. <laughs> it tastes different. No, it doesn't. It tastes yeah, the exact same. Yeah, sink water same. tastes different. That's like in your head. I'm you're not like, a snob. It's in your head. Okay, certain sink water, I'll, I'll give you that. But like, maybe, it's, maybe it's my sink then. Maybe my sink water tastes dirty. Like that's Michigan, why. Like in DeKalb, like DeKalb water doesn't taste that great. I still drink it. DeKalb, wa- DeKalb, DeKalb tap water doesn't taste great. But like Lake Michigan, like that t- water tastes fine. Like, Michigan water tastes fine. If, like, if it's well water, I can understand. Like, I wouldn't want to drink that either. Or, like, like creek water. We have fine. Yeah, you, you get used. Oh, that's another thing. You get used to whatever water you Olivia's, get used to Olivia's house has well water. Like, well, it's not, like, Michigan water. It's dirty water. That's no, it's not. It's still filtered. You, you, you realize it's that not water straight. is still filtered, right? No, I know water is filtered. I'm not You're acting stupid. like you don't. You're acting like you just, like, they just, like, scoop it out of Lake Michigan. And put it's it filtered, but it's still a little dirty. How? Okay, can you explain that? Dirt can get through a filter. It's, that's so why you can get through so, your filter, yes. Correct. Okay, then what but are we talking about? I, I trust my filter more See, than someone so else's filter. Jake, so what I learned from when I walked in and we started talking about this before the show is Jake just like says like says these things, but he has like no actual. It's just like his personal like. Like I asked him like, well, why not? He goes, well, sink water is just you. And I go, well, do you have like a, a real reason? Like, well, this is it, an opinion. I don't like, know. I'm not gonna look up uh, incorrect an incorrect opinion. You say that it's an opinion. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying water bottled bo- bottled water is better for a fact. I'm saying, in my opinion, if you drink from the sink, you are just a little bit more savage than everyone else no, in society. What, what it makes exactly the same? What ma- it doesn't what, taste the same. Are you trying to tell me that your Brita filter is better than the filters used to filter like Michigan? I trust water? it more because I, I know it. I I bought it. It's in my in my kitchen. How much that cost? Uh, I don't remember. I'm just saying, like, the city of Chicago might spend a little bit more money, like, filtering the water. Hopefully. So it might be a little bit, it might, I mean... <laughs> I hope to God just, they do. I'm just saying, like, exactly. So I'm just saying they might, like, take... I'm not saying you're... You know, nothing against your Brita filter. I'm sure it's a, a fine filter. It's but a great filter. I just... I, I don't know, man. You've I, drunk from it. You've, you've tasted it the tastes, glory. Yeah, it tastes the same. I just... I don't know, man. It's... You're, you're killing the environment when you're just throwing away water bottles. I, you obviously say you don't do that, but people who, like, just, like... I agree. Throw away, you're murdering the environment. Hope, I hope you can sleep tonight. Some whales gonna eat them and die. Exactly. Uh, I just don't. I don't know, man. I, I I just I don't know where you think you're just so high high society. You, that's a, oh, that's a high society. Shit. It is. That's a, that's the thing. A rich we didn't person. even talk college football. You should realize. No, we talk college We're done. We're not gonna talk about. It. Uh, I I just don't. Uh, Clemson over Bama. That's my bold prediction. Bama yeah. or Clemson? Who cares? Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, so I uh, so Jake's. Uh, you know, get, just get get your nose off the ceiling. I will, but I think that's all we have for this week. Oh. No, we do we? We have one more? more thing. So oh, one more. One more thing on the sheet. So uh, Bryce Harper, you know, Manny Machado, there have been a lot of talk. You know, they've been the two big free agents. So Mitch, just based off of Machado and Harper's, their OPS, their war, their slugging percentage. Oh, so in case anyone forgot, Mitch is our White Sox expert. He, we had him on earlier in the yeah, season. Yeah. And so Mitch, just based off of, like, you know, the sabermetrics, the, the, slug, the slugging percentage, the war, the OPS, who do you think the White Sox is? The White Sox should sign this season. Yeah, go Machado. Really? Do you think he'll? 
Do you think he'll be a good pitcher, though? Like, do you think he's uh, going to yeah, come in for a leaf? probably not a pitcher. You're probably setting me up. Well, what position <laughs> does he play? It's a good question. That's right? actually smart. You know, I'll, 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 give Mitch, I'll, I'll give Mitch the, the win on that one. Good job, Mitch. Is that all we have now? That's all we got, yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening again. And let's bear down. Mm.